What's up, y'all? This is Tony Powell, and you're listening to Powell to the People, the podcast, episode 218. Once again, the finest cast in the whole podcasting universe is reconvened to talk that stuff. When I want to know what's going on with the New York City transit scene, there's nobody I trust more, no expert I have more confidence in than my cousin, Mr. Keith Powell. What's going on, Keith? I am good, and it's great to be here with the family once again. And when I want to talk local TV news, there's nobody I trust more than my favorite news director, who happens to be my brother, Mr. Mark Powell's in the house. What's going on, Mark? What's up, fam? What's up, world? And when I want to talk local New York City real estate, there's nobody I trust more than the man they call Eddie Kane Jr. The world calls him Derek Powell. I simply call him my cousin. What's going on, DP? Everything is good. Always good to be in the cipher with the cats. How you guys doing? Well, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm glad you asked because, you know, when I try to start the show, it's always some jokes. I mean, all I said was, you know, we're getting ready to be on in a couple of minutes here. Let's keep, get professional. This is what we do. I mean, at this point, by this point, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm saying you guys are professional broadcasters and, you know, you should have to follow some professional broadcasting ethics. That's all I'm saying. So, but, and um, <laughs> it sounds good. But like I said, when I got a cough, I got a cough, man. And you can't control that, man. You know, it's, it's starting no, no. to get a little bit too much, man. You got here at 4.30 and uh, you, there's no warm up and you just want to be ready to go, man. You got to stretch it out, man. You know, you, get you here know on why time. why there's no warm up? Why there's no warm up? I'm a professional. Oh, but last week you was on my big brother. You was agreeing with me. I got you. Okay. Only you're the professional. I got you. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I said we're all aspiring professionals. Oh, no. Oh, aspiring. Oh, that was a new era. So, whoa, whoa, so there's four of us on this podcast. Right. Who's aspiring? Let's be real clear about this. Uh, can you count to four? Yes, I can. Okay. Start counting. One, two, three, four. Okay. Uh, one of us is fine, two, three, and four, not. <laughs> this is what happened. This is what happens when a cat gives you unpaid time off, man. We should have took those two days, man. Oh, wow. What a dagger. Oh, my. Yes. Okay, I will ask ask the question this way. Um, of the four of us, who has uh, uh, the most broadcasting experience? But when you start, no, 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 it's a simple question. I would say Mark. You know, he's in the media world. You know, he no, actually broadcasting would be my brother. I'm behind the scenes, so I'm, I'm not actually. I call hey, the shot, hey, but I'm Mark. You don't, there. Mark. You don't live with him no more. He can't still kick your ass. Stand up. <laughs> <laughs> I know he bullied you with the little, uh, that little monkey thing. I see clapping right now when we was kids, man. It's over, man. Let it go, <laughs> goddamn it. <laughs> so I guess it would be you, supervision. Damn it okay. hurts. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And and and, and being around, being in the broadcasting industry, uh, Mark would certainly understand that if you have to cough, you hit the cough button or you do it off mic or you make sure that all your little, uh, every little issue that you might possibly have on air is taken care of before you go to air. Would that be right or wrong, Mark? That is 100% correct. Ah, give it, so to, two, give it two. to me in writing. Give it to me in writing. Two, two. <laughs> send, me a, send me a memorandum. First of all, we don't have a cough button. Oh, I, 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 I don't say cough button. Actually, boy, allow me to retort. We, we do. What cough button we got? The, the, if you look up the on button our, that turns off the mic. 
Yeah, uh, if you look on our uh, oh. recording, our computers, there's a there's a hand and there's a mic. When you need right. to call for something, you just click the mic as I'm doing right. And then it's back on. There's a See? quick little. So, so, anytime time, I have a, so every time I hit the hand, that means I got a cough. No, no, no. the no. microphone is an icon that's shape of a microphone and there's a hand. Yeah, the see. hand is sort of if you want to like, you know, hey, I got something to say, come to me next. And then the microphone is just that. It, it kills your mic. So it's a mute. Oh, well, say it's a mute. Yeah, Don't I say just it's a cough, man. I, I don't know, man. We've you know, been doing like this I said, still, give me a minute. Years, I thought that was sort of self-explanatory. I mean, well, I know guys, it killed the mic. But yeah, y'all in the business, a cough button. It's not a. It's a mic. It's a mute a, mic. That, oh my gosh! <sighs> no, go ahead, go ahead, no, I, I'm not even. Gonna, I'm not even going to jump in. I'm going to let you guys explain it too, because apparently I'm the bad guy here. So I'm, I'm going to let you explain it. Go All ahead. right. In I'm broadcasting, I'm before you go ahead. In broadcasting, the, the this the term the term is called it's, it's called a cough button. So you know, it's not obviously everybody literally coughing. But sometimes you sneeze or somebody comes off mic. You want to kill your mic. You hit the button. If you're in a studio, you you wave to the you know the audio guy. He'll kill your mic for you. But most times, there's a button that literally kills your mic. And actually, if you remember when we first 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 started doing this back in the um in the studio, studio there was a button. To, I think it said cough cough button. Yeah. yeah. So you hit the button if you had to you know clear your throat or if you wanted to be off mic while somebody else spoke. Like a lot of times, if you guys notice, if somebody else is speaking, sometimes I just kill my mic just because it give a crisper sound. But if you had to, you know, sneeze or somebody comes. Remember, we're recording at home, so you got home noises. I would sometimes just kill the mic. I didn't know. I that. mean, y'all know that I live in the land of the of the never ending siren. Yeah, you know, Queen. Right. So a lot of times, if I hear it coming, I'll just turn my mic off unless I have to uh-huh. unless I have to talk. But if, if there's a moment for me to turn the mic off, I'll turn the mic off until the ambulance or fire department or police department passes. So that's just you know, these little. You know what's little, crazy, Big Bro? This would right. have been valuable information when we started taping at the crib, right? Yes. I thought it was just you thought because you know, that's like, what you do for a living, man. You know, I, you know, I it's figured like, it's, that it's, it's, it was so like, obvious. That. It's, like, it's like when you come to a stop sign and you choose an action. Do you go or do you stop? You see the stop sign, you stop. That's what you do. Well, it's kind of it's kind of self-explanatory. Well, these cats probably don't stop on the stop signs that have white borders. They figured it was an optional. I let them just you know bury himself in that, that statement. They supposed to stop. They don't stop. They just go through. Well, you know, um, Mark, yeah. uh, maybe you should be the supervisor after that clarification, man. Good job, man. Appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, I get. Nothing oh. but love, baby. Nothing but love. Anyway, unless unless the supervisor want to say he was delegating, was you delegating that? You know, come on, man. <laughs> I, I, I did, in fact, I asked for a clarification. That's right. You know, you de- he delegated some of his responsibilities to you. Get a get a bump in your paycheck, Playboy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chances of that buy. happening. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I could buy a piece of gum. <laughs> Maybe it was slow. Oh, God. Anywho, uh, yes, sir. this is uh, Mar- we're taping on Martin Luther King's birthday, um, and and it dawned on me today. I was thinking about. It. I said, you know, it's it's uh, it's 2023. March on Washington was 1963, so it's 60 years ago. 60 years ago, the March on Washington. Um, his death occurred. 55 years ago, uh, you know, so five years from now and in, 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 uh, 2028, it'll be exactly 60 years. And I said to myself, 
have we realized the dream or are we so far away from where he was? Cause I, you know, it's amazing. Like you, you watch now and, and, and everything is about Martin Luther King and there's all these little biographical moments all over TV, you know, the, the voting rights act, the civil rights act, and all of those things 60 years later have been assaulted and, and, and major attempts to roll back. They destroyed the voting rights act. They gutted it. Uh, Supreme court, um, and Republican appointed Supreme court, uh, pretty much destroyed the Voting Rights Act, which is why you're having all these problems now, which is why you're seeing in, believe it or not, in this home city, in this home, uh, well, this home state, you're seeing massive lines just to cast a vote if you're black or, or voter ID laws and all these other things. And I just want to get like a general take about, on a percentage, just a percentage basis, where do you think we are relative to what he hoped we were relative to where he hoped we would be? So I'll start with you, Key. We're not even halfway there. I say maybe 30%, Anthony. Okay. Because wow. if you go back and just in time recently, like you said, the Voting Act and all these crimes and way we way we have been treated and are being treated, we haven't really crossed that mountain that he's been he preached about. You know, okay. where everybody would be together as one. I think we are more divided now from the last four years than previously before that. All right. Well, that's fair. I had my, I had my uh, mic off because I was coughing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> All right, Mark, your thoughts? Well, I don't think we're 30%. I would, I would say... We're at 70% um, just because it, there's no way in the world we are as far as we should be, but we're nowhere near where we used to be. I mean, it's just, there are so many things that we have made strides on. Of course, there's some huge hurdles, but I mean, and you would think over the course of, we'd said uh, almost what, 55 years to the speech and no, 55 years to the 60 speech. Years or, to the spe- 60 years to the speech, 55, speech, 55 years, to, years to, the death. to the death. You would have thought that a lot would have happened in that time. And a lot has, but anytime you want something, it's hard to be patient. I mean, we've been patient, but it's it's like I was talking off air about my recently had knee surgery. And I wanted to be, well, the day of the surgery, I wanted to be fine a week later, quite frankly. But I know it's going to take time. It's going to take a lot of work that sometimes I'm willing to put in, other times I'm not. So I think while we have achieved a lot. There are some huge hurdles that we need to get past um, societal-wise um, just from I mean, it's, it's tons. I mean, you talked about the Voter Rights, Voter Rights Act and, and things of that nature, but it, it's, ta- it's quite frankly, I think it's hard for us to answer that question because we none of us had run around for that speech. I mean, I mean, we don't know like We'd have to ask our parents, hey, listen, what, what, you know, what was it like you know, when he said that? How, what was going on when he said that speech? I know we have history, but they actually lived the history. I mean, like, we don't have to go back to slavery times. You know, our parents were around for that speech. I mean, in the span of, I mean, I, I'm not. I mean, I wasn't around. All I know is what I said, what I've seen and read. I mean, quite frankly, in, in my lifetime, within a span of five years, from 63 to 68, I was born in 69. We lost five I guess pillars. You lost. You lost X. You lost um, uh, Malcolm. 
and, and the two Kennedys were assassinated. So that's a lot of death and change from people you thought were going to be able to do some things. So we'd have to actually actually ask the parents, listen, you know, what was it like then? And like, it'd be like, I guess if you give a uh, 30 or 40, 50 years to, I guess it'll probably be grandkids or great grandkids. And they asked us, uh, what was it like f- for the, uh, the George Floyd thing? Oh, well, this is what was going on. Yeah. Right. And you, that, that would be a tougher, that would, I think would be more of a, an accurate deal is find out how they thought, you know, where, you know, asking, Guys who want something now, how things are is tough. When you ask people who were actually there, when they're like, "Listen, yeah, okay, I got this, I got that," but no, this haven't gotten, we haven't gotten there for that part. So, Mark, may I ask you a question? What percent sure. do you think we are at? I said seventy. You say seventy? But, yeah, but like I said, it's it's tough to ask us because we we are the children of this. We're not. But, we, the, but we've also grown up in it. We've lived it. So, yeah. so let's just say, for argument's sake, that I have a dream speech is made in 63, as you point out, and you're born in 69, as you also point out, you only talk about six years, six years into that, to that, uh, uh, what do you call them? Um, mental experiment, mental experiment, right? Yeah. It's a mental, cause it's really a mental experiment. I, we, we want to change the world. This is what we want to do. Um, so we talk about six years into that mental experiment. You come along and, you know, Keith and Derek and I have been around probably, uh, for, for the experiment. From start to finish, and so you know, uh, it, it's interesting. I'm, I, we're gonna we're gonna keep chopping this up. I want to get Derek on 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 record first. Go ahead, Derek. Um, I I would have had us at fifty uh, percent, but I got us at forty. And for me, the forty was the insurrection. Um, when you see the the, the attack on the Capitol, it it, uh, it it bumped it down. Um, have we progressed? Is there you know? Of course, yes. You know. All of us are doing pretty decent. You know, the struggle is real. But, you know, we we were able to uh, navigate and do our best within, you know, with the hand we were dealt and wind up doing pretty good. But, you know, when you're talking two years ago, you know, in, in the afternoon, and i never forget, I'm driving on the FDR Drive and uh, Malik is saying that they're running up into the Capitol. And I'm like, come on, man, I'm going to drive it. They're not, you know, really doing that. And then I turn on 10-10 wins and it's real. You know, I know that wasn't his dream to see them fools do that. And, uh that that it left a bad taste in my mouth it's kind of hard and it wasn't like a black man was going to be president again it was one of their own but it wasn't the guy that they wanted and they kind of lost their mind that's on their side and then on our side you know with his dream and this is something if you guys think about it when you talk about martin luther king drive boulevard avenue place shouldn't it be peaceful <laughs> right <laughs> when we as black folks and when we can't express you we can't respect his name on a street and that's where usually all the action is going on at it says a lot about how we felt in my opinion about his dream where we could take it one block over but we still gonna have it pop off on his uh his street so uh I'm going to keep us at 40%. Interesting. You know, um, I, I, I agree uh, with all of your take. I think all your takes are interesting. I, and, I, and, I, and I certainly think that um, when I don't believe we're at 70%. And I'm not sure that we're at 40%. And I think I was kind of like at 60. And I'll, say why, I'll tell you why I'm at 60. I'm at 60 because I think we were, we were inching towards a 70. And then, as you point out, 
uh, Derek. You have an insurrection. You have this 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 full uh, throttle attack against um, all human rights, whether it's voting rights or women's rights or 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 indigenous rights. Is a full uh, full on full court press against the rights of people, uh, which makes a mockery of the Civil Rights Act, which makes a mockery of the Voting Rights Act. And so, yeah, I do agree that we're not where we were. We'd like to believe that, yes, we were, we were marching forward. And all of a sudden you see um, not, not a small number of people. Keep in mind, keep in mind that Trump lost the election with more votes than Obama got. Mm-hmm. Let me say that again for our audience. Trump lost the election having gotten more votes than Obama got and what were at the time considered really, really huge wins. Mm-hmm. So there is a large segment of the population that are quite angry with with the progress of people of color. Because, you know, I think Martin Luther King was talking about the Negro uh Back then, you know, we don't call ourselves Negroes anymore, but he was talking about specifically black people. You sounded uh, like him when you said that, the Negro. I the Negro. Like the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how old that is. Anytime you say Negro, anytime you say Negro, it takes you back 60 years. Uh, uh, so, yeah, I mean, he was talking about specifically black people at the time, you know, and, 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 and trying to gain some sort of equality or some level of equality. Uh, but, but now you have, as I said, a large majorities and I, I don't think we, we want to underestimate the numbers or I don't think people, you know, said, so yeah, well he didn't win and everything else and electoral college. Okay, fine. Just think about those numbers of people that registered to vote to keep the ideas that mm-hmm. Trump had in place about putting us all back in our place. Those people were fighting mad about it, mad enough to your point, Derek, to go and raid the Capitol. Yeah, you know, we're, we're certainly, uh, we have more millionaires now than we've ever had before, or black millionaires. We've had successful black businesses. We've had successful achievements in every endeavor, uh, uh, of, of, of human endeavor, in, in every field of human endeavor. We've had, we, we, we've had successes, great successes. We've had people who have gone into space. We've had a black president. We've had, you know... Uh, <laughs> A black uh, attorney general, we, you know. See, uh, I, and see, I have to disagree. I understand all that, but the right. percentage does not add up from sixty-three to now. You have one black president. Am I correct? Right. We just we just got the first black black vice president. Correct. And and, and sixty something plus years. Okay. Those figures don't add up. Then we're still fighting for a voting right. That should have been settled back then in the 70s. This is 2023. And John Lewis, before he died, he tried to pass this act and it's been knocked down every time. So there are elements and people that are just against what we truly want to be equal with everybody. Right. I understand we got the millionaires here, but it's not the greater of the group of people. Right. Yes, we have advanced in certain things, but not to the advancement that we are equal on the same baseline to me. We're still down here and they're still up there. And every right. time we try to get up, they push us back down. So I'm not, I'm not even disagreeing with what you're saying. Yeah, I, I think, I, and, and that's what I'm saying. I can't give it 
a 70. I can't give it a, a 40. I think a 40 is 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 too low, but uh, we're in the 60 range. And I think, again, it, it that number can be rolled back the next time we have this conversation, depending on what happens with the country. I mean, um, we are at a crisis point in America. America's at a tipping point. You know, um, I think that there's a large amount of people there's a i think it's probably a majority of people that realized a change needs to come sam you know in the words of sam cook a change does need to come um but i also see that there is a large majority of people who are who are freaked out freaked out about the possibility of equality freaked out about the possibility of losing whatever privilege they believe they're entitled to and freaked out to the point where they will will violently, violently uh, attack the government. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Well, w- with that, you say, you know, like their change is not for the good of the country. Their change because they want things to remain the same. Or go back. Or go back in time to take away all the rights of uh, people of color, you know, to make Wait, did you us. S- Excuse me? No, go ahead, go ahead. I'll, well, I'll wait. People of color um, to take back everything that we have gained over the years, which I'm, is not a knock. We gain a lot from from where we were right. to now. Yes, we gain a lot. But I still say that we still have a long way to go. If you're basing it on the dream that Martin Luther King had back in the day, my, my, my point is we still got a long way to go. Okay, that's fair. Go ahead, Mark. No, I, I wouldn't say it's a majority. I, th- I treat those people, the Trumpers, sort of like I treat sports radio people who call in. They don't. It's it's. I don't think they're they're just the the loudest and the most boisterous. But I don't think they represent the land. Now, is are we there? Hell no. There's no way in the world we're there. But it's like if you ever seen. I mean, I know uh, uh, Jordan Klepper does his bringing stuff on uh right right on Comedy Central and he goes to a lot of these rallies and you listen to what they say and then the people there and they're so far extreme that they make it seem that that's the norm. Now here's an equivalency that I don't want anybody freaking writing to me. They they're so extreme they make it seem like that's that's everybody. And here comes the equivalency. I'm pretty sure I'm about to get some heat for this. <laughs> Just like some of the Letter Brigade make it seem like everybody is gay or on that tip. And when you realize uh, that... That was that was Mark Powell. Yeah, I, and you realize, you realize um, while there are a lot of... M-A-R-K, capital M, P-O-W-E-L-L. You can find me or however you want to find me. I don't care. But when you realize that while there are a lot of people in the Letter Brigade of all the rainbow... It is nowhere near what they would have you think it is. I mean, percentage wise, it's still not as big as. But if you if you talk to them, and I'm talking about the extreme. I'm not talking about like the. Right. I'm not. I'm not talking about the guy who's just been living his life his whole time with his partner or her partner, and just. But I'm talking about the ones who you know want to scream and howl and shot you down just because you said, um, "Hello, sir." And go, I'm not a sir. You know what, man? Come on, come on. I'm not a man person. I'm not a person. I'm whatever. Whatever this thing um, that's in front of me is, I'm just saying, could you move over? I'm trying to get through the aisle. That's that person. <laughs> that's, those people that make you seem like that you're against everything they are or that they're the norm. Meanwhile, they're a small percentage. So I, 
I, I treat the Trumpers or the, in the case of news, the Newsmax people or the Breitbart's or. I no, no, I, 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 I treat them I, as such as. Okay, I treat them as like this weird sect. The problem is, is that they're so intense and constantly hammering your message, hammering your message. They're the, they're the water drip. So if you have somebody who is sort of like, man, they keep, you know, they keep saying this, maybe there's something to it. And that's how you get the the wishy-washy bleed overs. But I don't treat them as any kind of normal, normal, here, uh, normal here, people. Here's the only pushback I would have for that. And, and I agree with you it, because it's it, the noise machine is loud. And so people yeah. think because the noise machine is loud, like Sean Hannity, for instance, I think he gets like 5 million viewers a night. Crazy. But it's only it's 330 million people means three in the country, which means 325 million are not paying a shit attention to him. No, but it seems as though he's got wow. He, a lot of people listen. Here's what I'm. Uh, I'll push back. Okay, it, it's not the yeah the, the people that to your point about radio people that call into a radio station or people that call into a TV station a very small number. You have a you may have a hundred thousand people listening at any given moment, and you will get fifteen or twenty people who actually sit on the phone to make a phone call or one or two people who actually write a letter to the station to complain. Yeah, yeah. But but in the terms of these elections, those numbers are real. Those people went out and they cast their vote. And so it's not just the, you know, twos and fews that show up at these goofy rallies. No, We're no. talking about 70 some odd million people who are backing the idea and the logic of that. And that's what's that to me is what's scary. The fact that that you get 70 million people the fact that you get 70 million people uh to do this after this man was in uh was impeached once to get 70 million people after you've seen all of the nonsense after you've seen all the nonsense of all the criminality everything else and you still get 70 million people that's where i have a problem again the, the people that show up at a rally you're right I, they, they they don't represent anybody other than themselves but those 77 million people who voted who are not going to go to a rally, but are going to say, yeah, I'm casting my vote because I want more of the same. That's a problem. But I think you remember, you just said a second ago, um, I think the Lincoln Project put it perfectly. They had a spot talking about, you know, it had some kind of like some, you know, Jordan Klepper uh, lunatic friend saying some crazy stuff. And then the tagline was, um, she votes. And that's the problem because, yeah, the 70 million lunatic fringe or wishy-washy or... I'm just voting for the I'm I'm voting for the R no matter who the R is, they vote. But if you really had a true a swath of the country, too many of us just sit back and go, eh, oh, no, no. it'll it's, work out. Yeah, yeah. I I I think that should be okay. We should be okay, right? We we're, we're good enough, right? And you heard in the in the, uh, in the the Clinton election when Obama kept saying, "Don't sit there and complain and and holler and go out and vote," but everybody thought, eh. This can't happen, but all those lunatic friends they went out, and we sat back as a collective, the the wishy washies and the, and the people who thought there's no way in the world this could happen, and then voter participation is really really low. If you're talking about, I guess that's I, I said seventy some odd million people and eighty some odd million people voted for for Biden, so that's only 150 out of the 330, yeah, yeah. which means 100, which means more than half of the country did not third vote. Third country now, didn't vote. Uh, now you can say you know it depends on what percentage of those are children who are not eligible to vote. You can take that number out, but there's still way too many people not casting not a ballot. Vote. Yeah. And, and conversely, though, it's also way too many people casting a ballot for that idiot to to bring us back to this uh, uh, question of where we are percentage wise uh, vis a vis 
uh, Martin Luther King and and his dream. You know, so again, uh, my name, my brother spelled my name correctly. So if you want to come for me, I said nothing wrong. I'm an ally. I don't want anybody stepping to me. I'm an I'm on your team. Just don't make it seem like (laughs) you are always right. That's another thing that drives me up a wall. I'm on your team. Maybe we should put this out to the public. What percentage do they think we are at? They who? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll put the we'll put the you know we'll, we'll put it on our oh, Facebook oh, oh, page. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, and, oh, no, no, and, not you, Mark. Oh, no. I think you talking about the letter brigade. I was like, no, 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 no Mark. <laughs> we don't want you to have no problem with them because that means we might have problems. No, we good, we good. Yeah, but I'm talking about no, so, the people where they think you know they can. Uh, that's good, good poll. Twitter yeah. or wherever they yeah. want to do. That's write a good in poll. To find out what no a poll. You can do Twitter because somebody at. doesn't have a Twitter. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Well, I can't put it out, but I'm sorry about that. Instagram. <laughs> somebody can put it out. I can't. Put it out. And, and, and and Mark essentially is using the uh, Laura Ingram line instead of "shut up and dribble." He's saying "shut up and vogue" is what he's saying. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those vogues are the one who was swapping down, and everybody. It's uh, who had it. Oh, uh, I hate to give this guy credit, but I think I heard Bill Bellamy said, "How do you know? You never." He's like, "He kept the joke." Yeah, I'm like, "How do you know? How do you?" Because I'm telling you, "How do you know?" I was like, "Oh man, come on, get away!" <laughs> Anyhow, yeah. Well, again, as I said, I mean, this is a time to to reflect. It's supposed to be a day of service, and um, you know, um, you know, just want to make sure we acknowledge uh, Dr. Martin Luther King, uh, who did have a dream. Don't know when he had time, considering what he was doing every night. But uh, really, he did have- I ain't got nothing to do with that. No, 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 I'm not going down that foxhole. <laughs> what? What you said? Dreaming a lot. He was. He was. He was praying. He wasn't dreaming all the time. Yeah, well, I, Damn. Know, I know what he was dreaming. Hey, right? That's what. That's, that's we are you- not gonna sit there and act as if this guy was sitting there. Um, uh, he yeah, he was writing some letters to get some things done. <laughs> <laughs> but he was also taking some numbers to get some other things done. Oh, I bet you, that, I bet you he was woken up from a lot of them dreams by Coretta going, "Who the hell is Bueller?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Who's Mabel. Damn, he, some he had, old nineteen sixties black names. Who's Mabel? <laughs> yeah, incredible energy. That guy was tireless. Tireless, uh, yeah. No. So uh, he got around. Like he had to be inspired, a, man. He had to be inspired. I guess he's marching. He's marching the concert, You know, on the prowl. <laughs> you can't find things in your house. You got to go out and find stuff. So he came up. Let's not, not going yeah, let's, let's not act like all them chicken dinners he was invited to. <laughs> we know what's going yeah. on, man. I'm just saying. I mean, you know, and it's it's, the chicken heads. And things the chicken can dinner. be true. Yeah, yeah exactly. things can be true. He can be a great leader. Uh, and I think, I think, in most cases, in most cases, people who would take leadership, it takes a certain amount of ego to say, "I can fix it." Or I'm going to fix it, or I'm going to take the lead, or take the reins and and lead. That ego also comes with, I don't know, great appetites. So mm-hmm. chicken dinner and post chicken dinner action. Uh, yeah, had some pork chops with it. Pork chops, yeah, yeah man. He had some of the pork chops, chops, yeah. So you on know, his I'm birthday, the guy can't get a hey, break on his birthday. We're just saying the truth. It's sort of like I, as I always Damn, say, y'all want to talk about his pimp game. On his birthday, I, I like my brother just said, he can have two things can be true at the same time. I believe that Clinton was a great president. I also believe he was morally bankrupt. But two things are true at the same time. I think you know from policy, yeah, he was good. But 
I would not want that guy watching anything at all that I thought was dear and near and dear to me. <laughs> That's all you got to ask yourself. Would you, let, would you let Clinton babysit your daughter? That's no. Nah, 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 nah. We go to the bathroom. If, 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 <laughs> not, house. We are not leaving him running alone. Do y'all think right now he's saying, won't they let it play a play? You know, do you think he's on our case, man? <laughs> No, so I mean, yeah. now compare him to Malcolm X, who, who by all Damn accounts, the FBI couldn't find nothing no, on him. They, they were like, he was, was a, monk. a monk. Yeah, right. but 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 you know, but prior to his no. conversion, yeah. yeah, he was out there. He, he was doing was his far, thing. Yeah, he, he, was, he was pimping. He was big pimping. He was doing his thing. But you know, once he once he once he said, "I'm buying in. I'm all in." He was all in, and you know, and, and nothing changed. I mean, you know, Martin Luther King said, "Ah, you know, yeah, I do believe in this, and you know, and and that, and I also believe in this." So that's what it was, you know. He just, I mean, you know, God bless him. Uh, uh, rest in peace, rest in power. Uh, uh, Martin, um, you know, again, I think we we are we are of the age group that we grew up. All of us grew up with with a picture of Martin Luther King, Robert Kennedy, and John Kennedy on our wall, yeah. some damn where. So uh, right now, I know exactly where that picture is in our house. Yeah, so I'm just saying, you know, God bless. I, I think you made a great point earlier, Derek, about the violence. That happens on any boulevard named after Martin Luther King. That's I mean, that's that's true, and and I can tell you, I know you guys travel, I've traveled, uh, but pretty much every city I've been to mm-hmm. across the country, if I get to Martin Luther King Boulevard, it's a problem. And I think some comics, I think Chris Rock talks about it. Yeah, something's going on. Something's happening. Some violence going down was a quote. He said, "You can't call somebody, tell them pick you up. You on MLK? They're like, run, run." <laughs> nailed it, Yeah. So you know, and and in that in that vein, uh, we didn't we neglected to talk about it last week. I guess we got caught up in other things, but um, there's a story about a six year old who brought a gun to school. You might want to hit that button, it. man. You might want to hit that button. <laughs> wow, that's pretty good, Keith. You're not wrong, though. <laughs> you are not wrong. Shot his teacher. Mm-hmm. Shot his teacher. Six years old. Yeah. Six. He's like his snack. Yeah. But yeah, you I, think about it. Six years old with a gun. The gun, gun probably outweighed. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I would think. Yeah, I've never was I've a shot a gun, but like a wouldn't even like a little small caliber gun have a enough of a kick for a little yes. boy to, to kind of damn but this is said, a nine. This. this boy hit her twice in the stomach yes yeah. the shot. so yes <laughs> so yeah i mean yes you would think that the recoil would make the next shot be why no he shot her twice where he was aiming uh so um yeah i don't know what that's about uh apparently the school now the school does as the story is evolving uh, the school apparently knew that the young man had a gun. It was found in his backpack or whatever. I don't know how you allow this. I think it was Virginia, right? How, yeah, Virginia, Newport yes. News. Newport News. Newport yeah. News. Yeah, I've been down there. I don't know how you allow this. Boy. And for people that don't know or not from Virginia, Newport News, Virginia Beach, um, or all in Hampton, or all what they call the uh, the triangle. It's it's very big. U.S. military bases, naval bases, yeah. uh, or, or armed force. It's, it's a large armed forces community. I don't know if this kid was a, a member or his parents were members or not or whatever, but it's certainly like a large armed forces community. Uh, certainly Virginia is pretty easy place to get a gun. Now, I don't know. A six-year-old didn't certainly buy this gun. Apparently, guns had to be in the, in the household. It was or his whatever. mother's gun. It was mother's gun, so she had the gun. And 
he took it to school. Now, how she doesn't know what's missing, maybe she didn't carry it every day. I don't probably know. Many guns, probably. But maybe she, somebody had to know it was missing for them to give a tip to check a six-year-old's backpack. So somebody said something because they checked his backpack and somehow they, you know, and I, in, in their defense, they're not equipped to search and find a weapon. You're dealing with, you know, these six years old, the first two years and a half of his life, he's still shitting on himself, so he's wearing pampers. Three, <laughs> hey, let's deal with the facts. He's only six. So now he's three and four. He's in daycare. He's taking a nap, and he has a snack. Remember, you get your juice. You get a couple of cookies. Then you pull out your little, your little uh, cot, and you take a nap. At five years old, he's doing the whole school deal, but, you know, there's no real work. So now in the sixth, and he only did – Half a year, a couple of months. <laughs> he only did a couple of months. So he did. What I think they go back August, September, October, November, and December. And his mama felt the call. Somebody felt the call because he had a conversation about some Franks and Beans the night before. You know, <laughs> I'm setting it off when I get there tomorrow. So they called the school up and they said, look, you know, he's, he's packing. He's been talking about bringing a gat. He's packing. And you get up in there and you search his book bag. So I'm like, did he have it in his waistband? How could you miss the, a, a nine millimeter? How do you miss that? Derek, that's, that's, that's the question. I'm, I'm how thinking, do you miss you it? saying this? Think about it. And then you got to say how much anger, how much went wrong in his life that he felt the need. That I'm a bust. I'm, as soon as I get in here, if she say anything about some goddamn color words today, <laughs> it's, it's, oh it's on. And I'm not playing. I, I keep telling her, I don't know how to spell cat. I don't know how to spell dog. Stop asking me. She said this <laughs> one more time today. And I'm like, how much anger can you have? And you understand the brain is not formed yet. He doesn't understand what he did. And my deal is, what do you do with him now? That's the part I, I, I I'm, I'm wrestling with. You know, well, initially it did. I think they took him to the pokey. I think they took him to the real to, to grown up jail. Wow, he's only six years old. He's, but he shot. That's attempted murder. You hit somebody in the abdomen twice. So that's why I'm like, what do you do moving forward? Because okay, no. it'll go to family court. What is the punishment? I mean, is this kid destined to continue? You know, I, that's scary, man. At six years old, that this kid has this, you know, this much anger, whatever it was, that I'm I'm, I'm letting the teacher have it. I, I'm a big believer, Derek, in that um, some people are just born evil. I'm not saying this about this boy. I don't know this child. I don't know the parents. I don't know anything about him. I'm just saying. I agree. That some people Six are born th- evil. Like, like a Ted Bundy was never going to be right. You know, a John Wayne Gacy was never going to be right. That the guy, you ever see that 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 uh, uh, the Iceman Speaks, the, the Ku Klux Klan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that, oh, that dude was... Whew, I'm scared on TV. <laughs> yeah, I, was scared. I, yeah, I had to lock my door watching it, sitting in the house. Oh, that dude was <laughs> ice cold, man. I believe that there are some people who are... Just mm-hmm. like I believe that some, some people who are born altruistic or just born good 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 people yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree yeah. and yeah. maybe this boy is one of those kids i don't know maybe or as you point out maybe as you as you make the case maybe he's just so angry maybe that in his mind and and being around the people he's, he's around six. 
Yeah, but you know, I mean, I, I know you got grandbabies. How, but, how angry can you be at six, Anthony? Come on now. But, but no, but like oh. he just said, if if if, if the spectrum is, you could be born with this brilliant mind to be a genius, or you could be born and you're just a moron. Nothing, nothing like nothing, cotton, not, nothing like wrong with you where you have mentalities where you're just just not bright. You know, one of them became president recently, or you you can be born to be all these different variations. I mean, the human body, I I've said. And I truly believe is the most incredible machine ever. I mean, it can do some amazing things from strength to cognitive ability. But with all machines, there's sometimes defects and sometimes things just don't line up. Genetics don't line up. Wiring doesn't happen. Things happen. A certain, so you can have, like my brother said, sometimes a person is born and they're just going to be pure menace. Just like the person born and like, this person's a saint. I, I believe, and, and like, we don't know anything about this kid at all but to assume that that can't happen and go people go oh he's only six well gacy was six at one point so was right. uh so was uh was boy, six was uh, was a baby yes somebody changed hitler's diapers yeah uh mansion <laughs> they were six at one point you know so there are always these people who sometimes just whatever it happens with the the gene pool the synapses just don't fire and boom so that perfect machine is malfunctioning Right, because they had a case. Um, I think last month the boy was ten years old, shot and killed his mother because she wouldn't order right. him a, a game or something on uh, right Amazon. And he's but, ten. This one is six. Think about this though, and I, I guess I, I hear and I agree with, with, with making valid points. At six years old, some adult called the school and said they. You, at six years, somebody called on a six-year-old and said, "I think he got my gun." What? What? Why would you think that? If one, the weapon should have been secured in a lockbox with you know the safe with the combination and all that. But what would make you think that a, a, a first grader took the gun? Unless there was something like you guys are saying, and that's why you know I'm, I'm I'm open to this that there was something before when he's like three and four where he started exhibiting behavior was like something ain't right here, something ain't right. That you fast forward another two years, you're calling the pol- you know that he got frisk right, or they just checked the back. I'm like he's coming to school for a regular day. And you know how ain't no metal to t- everybody's walking in. If you can go back and just think about your first day, you just want to have fun. Some some adults say, "Hold up, let me see your book bag, huh? Let me see what's in your book bag." This this is a mandatory. It's you know how you go through the airport and they always pull somebody to the side. You know you got to go to <laughs> out of everybody going through, they pull him through because they're not comfortable with him in the building because somebody say he packing. And Dirk, think of this. The gun is almost bigger than him, and he got it in his waistband. Come it's, on. I, it's, how did you, because, and let's, help me, help me understand. When I'm in the first grade, you got that black and white notebook. Right. You got a couple of number two pencils. Maybe your lunch, because you're not really carrying textbooks at the sixth grade, and maybe a spelling book or something like that. Most of the stuff, like you said, most of the stuff that that you bring in, right, are supplies to do coloring and drawing. Okay, okay. You got crayons. You got maybe a pair of, right. uh, of paper scissors and some rulers and some erasers. That's and it. And maybe and maybe a change of clothes in case you piss your pants. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> backup you, pants, right? Right, backup pants. So how did you miss the gun unless it's in his waistband or his jacket? Where he's like, "Oh yeah, I know they're gonna search me today, but I got something for the ass. I'm gonna put it over here." <laughs> Somebody tip shorty off and say, "Yo, you know they, they it's a mandatory search at the public school." It's like, "All right, man, I, I'm, I'm gonna put the thing over the, the thing because you know when you're young, you call it the thing thing. I'm gonna put the thing thing over here, and it's still gonna happen today." And he gets in. So mind-wise, think about it. They searching him. He knows he's got it. And he don't even come clean in and say, all right, man. And he still and he still got a plan. See, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. that's devious. That's yeah. he yeah, still yeah. got a plan. In other yeah. words, yeah, yeah, I know they searching. Right. You're not gonna find this weapon on me. Right. I'm still gonna have it. This right. I, you know, again, we 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 look at that's the scary. And here's, 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 here's where the story, here's where I think we're going with this. And this is this is well, what do you do? That's the next question. Right. What, what do you do? Six. Six. And like you yeah, said, it's gonna no be family idea. court. He may go to juvie. He's gonna get some 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 psychiatric care until he ages out. He's never gonna do a life sentence. He's gonna do no. five years, ten years, maybe in juvie. He can't uh, even do that, Anthony. He's I don't only think six he can do years that old. At six. He's six. Well, no. Then he's gonna then he's gonna be in a residential setting. Yeah, like a uh, homeschooling or a group home or something like that. Right, like a like a like almost like a yeah, like a juvenile detention, but a residential setting where he's gonna be there. Um, almost they're gonna call it like a boarding. They're gonna call it, they're gonna call yeah. it whatever they're gonna call it. But it's gonna be a residential setting uh, where he is separated from the population at large until yeah. he's old enough to get out. And I'm sorry, like as, as Mark was saying. Uh, yeah, the wires are crossed, but they're not going to uncross. You know, no, no, I, 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 I do believe, and, I, and I'm not. And again, I don't know this kid, no. and I and I hope that he, he was a, a child who did not understand the ramifications of what he was doing. At least that's what his lawyer is going to say. <laughs> um, he didn't understand the ramifications of what he was doing, and didn't realize. You know, he watches a lot of TV. Didn't realize that you know, because TV, you know, you, you see the same actors over and over again. He didn't realize that people die from gunshot wounds mm-hmm. and all of that. Whatever's going to be said, but I get the feeling. I get the feeling this <laughs> we will be seeing him sometime in the future. <laughs> sometime in the future, yeah. This is pre exactly, Keith. This is premeditated. This was planned, and as you said, there was avoidance behavior to maintain possession. Of the gun that he was not supposed to have. Maybe not only did he have it, he knew where it was, and he yeah. knew how to take the safety off the gun and shoot it. That's mm-hmm. another thing. He took the safety. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm yeah. sure the mom More. didn't leave the gun in uh, a state with that's, guns. But, yes, yes. And he could be like those uh, those guys we lived at, lived with at Linden Plaza, the Eminem boys, where he just uh, you you ain't even to no, this no. day. Mark will say his oh, name. That's, say name. that's <laughs> like uh, that's like saying Beetlejuice. <laughs> I ain't saying those names. That's Beetlejuice. I am not saying that. It could be like that kind of like I, I just I think we just say like I certain times certain people just it just doesn't click. And, and the scary thing is he's so damn young, he's like, man, yeah. you know, you can't throw him out, but you damn sure want to keep an eye on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. You gonna lock me up? I'm only <laughs> six years old. Lock me up, we can put me. Think now think about this. If I'm the parent. That snitched on him. I can't go to sleep with that nigga. Excuse me, that guy in the house. <laughs> because he goes, he gonna be looking at me. So you told. So you told. Okay. Don't go to sleep. Don't go. You can't get a good night's rest with that kid in the house because you don't know what he's capable of, man. Great oh point, God. Derek. Great oh, point. Right. He's gonna treat him like G. You know, treat treat, treat his parents like G money. <laughs> <laughs> on the rooftop. Oh, oh, don't do him. Don't do like, it. Like, like Nito did it. Yeah. Don't do it like that, Nito. Tears in his eyes. 
he got past the kids and pushed them away, man. And I'm like, oh my goodness, man. Yeah. Am I I'm my father's? Am I my son's keeper? If <laughs> <laughs> I my son's kid, yeah. Oh, I'm praying for that kid, man. Wow. Mm. Go right ahead. Yeah. I'm staying away from her. Yeah, yeah I don't know. That's this is just a horrible situation, man. Before we go, uh, again, I mentioned last week that uh, this is the first of the best two weeks in NFL, the NFL season. The playoffs happen this week, and, and for the most part, with the exception of. Maybe the blowout game in uh, San Francisco, even though that game was, that was good for a half. Until that, until that turnover, it was close. Right. It was a good game up until the half. Um, and then I guess the, the last game of the night uh, yesterday was uh, Lamar Jackson not showing up to um, uh, traveling to Cincinnati. There. And Lamar Jackson, for people don't, don't know, is the star quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, he was. suffered an injury. Well, yeah, it was. <laughs> He suffered an injury he's not earlier. A spokesman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's not even a spokesman. He's not, he's not even, he ain't saying the word. He's not even a spokesman anymore. He, no. you know, he's, he, he's just chilling. Uh, he, he he injured himself and you know did not get it. I guess he's a he's a free agent or he's a pending free agent uh, yeah, this sure season. And he did not. They did not come to an agreement on a deal, long term deal. He got hurt and he he bet on himself and he chose not to. Uh, not only not play but not travel. And then I read a tweet by Robert Griffin the third day who who made the point, you know, I'm going to paraphrase him, but he was saying, yeah, even with the brace, you know, he said, I tore my ACL and my MCL trying to take one for my brothers and, and my team, you know, trying to help them win, you know, and look what it did to my career. And I think Lamar Jackson is making the same, you know, you know, before Robert Griffin, we didn't have a, a, a case study of what not to do. Yeah. Uh, but after Robert Griffin, we had a case study and Lamar Jackson certainly uh, paid attention to all that and did, I think for himself, did the right thing. What do you guys think? Well, I think he did the right thing too. To further not injure himself anymore, let me stay out of this. But I would have traveled with the team, you know, to yeah. show some type of support. I agree. You know, that that I would have right. done. But yeah. I guess he said, you know, I'm a pending free agent. They didn't pay me my money and uh, I'm going to stay at home. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he. I think he chose the Michael Jordan uh, approach to that and said, "Fuck them kids." Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I think that's what he did. I agree, with Keith. He should have traveled. As far as not playing, yeah. If I'm him, I don't play. Because somebody was saying, or some of the, the, the talking sports football heads were saying, 70 percent of Lamar is better than I guess one hundred percent of Huntley. Although I like Huntley, but seventy percent of Lamar is a better version than the backup. That would be a that will apply for somebody who can just sit there in the pocket and, and carve you up. His superpower is the ability to take off wrong, right? and, and kill you. If he can't do that, if he, he can't protect himself and he doesn't feel he can do that, well, it serves no purpose for him to sit in the pocket because he's not first he has nobody to throw to and he's not that accurate anyway. So he did the right thing uh, of not he's he's figured only off in the offseason somebody's going to either trade for me or. Well, he's a free bet. agent, so they ain't got a trade. He's a straight up free agent. So I thought he gonna, okay, I thought he, I thought he had one year left. So uh, okay, but, he was free agent. Then yeah, he he made sense to sit down because you know it's. Well, I think it, it, he won the game. Put the tag on him or something. Yeah, they, can, they can franchise tag dollars, which is right. a nice payday. But uh, you know, and he made a side. You know, okay, that's fine, and play under that. Or he made a side. Nah, I'm not playing under your franchise tag. In which case, they would have to trade him anyway. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, I mean, essentially, he he's he should have gone to the game. The I, I I think he probably should have traveled. But somebody also made the point that when you have uh an injury like that, and you have swelling in the knee, flying is horrible. 
for swelling for yeah, any but, any joint. How swelling. far is from? It's not that far. Well, he, he wasn't going to uh, Cincinnati. He's not going to Australia. No, I mean, you know, I, I mean, theoretically, I mean, from Baltimore to Ohio, he could have sat in, they, he could, they could have rented him a, 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 a tour, a, a Madden cruise. Yeah, he could have Madden. Yeah. Yes. He, he, when he did that, that was so, because everything else he had done all along, okay, you don't want to take the contract. It's up to you. You can choose not to take the contract and roll the dice. But when, but when you decide not to go and sit on the sidelines with, you, with your team, that's a big, that's a big, uh, I guess, red flag to saying that, Things are not right with the front office because I don't. I mean, no player usually has any has any problem with their teammates. That's a that's a slight at the front office. But you should have been in for your boys. Yeah, I think I think I, 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 I know Derek is like not participating because he doesn't watch football. Um, He's like, who's uh, Lamar Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think I think no, yeah, I I, th- I I think he should have traveled, but I'm not mad at him that he didn't travel. I mean, you know, again, if he had gone all every time Huntley made a mistake, all cameras, all eyes would have been on him. And I think he said, I, I believe that his his approach was, I don't want to, I don't want to be that kind of distraction. And certainly, with him standing on the sidelines and and Huntley struggling, they you know Huntley that, that well. would have. Yeah, I'm saying, but, if, also, if, but, but being yeah. on sideline, anyway, you you saying that he could also he could help Huntley, but this this is what this is what they're doing. This is what I'm seeing. This is what, that's what I'm saying. He didn't have to. He could. He's a quarterback. He's a historical. He's played a lot of games. He could have said, "Listen, they're doing this, or so look for this." You can't do that from your uh, from your couch. No, no, that's true. Yeah. Well, we could have seen what, what was happening from my couch. I saw it last night. I was like, "Damn, uh, you know how you miss that <laughs> The funny thing is, and, I know. Every year, my brother and I do this. How accurate is that damn Madden game? We play nah, you know what? all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that first game, I was telling my wife, I was like, Anthony, I just played this matchup. Uh, I felt uh, like I saw it. I, I said, I, yeah, I, I felt said, like I saw the game. It's the exact same game we had, and it's just, it's, it's eerie how close that damn game plays. Every year we do this. Yep. No. I, just just to give the audience background, we we just we just picked the playoff matchups. The first first time around, we put playoff matchups. Then the second time around, we picked just playoff teams. But the playoff matchups, we played Jacksonville and the Chargers game. And for the life of me, uh, I was I was Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence could not. He was throwing pick after pick after pick. pick. After yeah. Pick. yeah. And then at the end, you got to hang on. He had to hang on. And I mean, yeah. you know, the, the the game story changed. I mean, you know, they, uh, I think the Chargers won, but it was you had to hang on to win it. Exactly. Uh, and and the same thing was true of, of the. Um, I think the same thing was kind of true. Yes, it was. You know, what? the, the that, Ravens and Cincinnati game because I took you took the Cincinnati. I took the right. Ravens. I had a chance to make a throw, but because Huntley's not a good thrower, he, he, he since he flooded the ball out there, it wound up. I remember. I remember the play. I was like. The guy was wide open. It was Mark Andrews. He had a he was it was on an over route. Wide open. I floated and he threw it like 10 yards over his head. I was like, <laughs> damn, but it was a it was a one score game. It's the same yep. thing. It was crazy. Oh yeah, no, amazing. the mad yeah, the mad mad matchups are uh, uh the game is is really, 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 you know, intense. Speaking of intense games, uh the Giants went into Minnesota mm. and did something nobody I although I did I did Put my little money on FanDuel. I did bet for the Giants. I did oh, wow. put a bet on the Giants. I, I thought that like they were going to win that game. Yep. Daddy Rich um, over here. <laughs> uh, nah, it was, it was like a $2 bet, man. You know, two, like two dollars got you what? Uh, like, like I think I owe them money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think that's how that works. Yeah, I put $2 and I think I, the payout was like, you know, uh, you give us another $5 and we'll, we'll be even. All right. 
so but anyway uh yeah that's that's that was that so the giants you know kudos to the giants uh and 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 uh their team saquon barkley is a beast uh, oh. they're gonna have to pay that man yeah. daniel jones um Played way better than I thought he was going to play. I still don't know that I think of him as a franchise quarterback. If they can get him on a on a cap friendly deal, you know, short term, I, I wouldn't give him a long term extension, but a short term extension, uh, just to make him do it multiple times and then ex- re extend him. Um, I think they got something there. They going. I think they. I think the Giants might be back, man. This guy. So if they is, beat the is, Eagles, will you give him a contract then? If he beats the Eagles, you got to sign him. Okay. If he be, if he be, if he and and if they if they win because of him, you absolutely have to sign him. Okay. So good question. Uh, finally, before we go, there's two more things. Uh, the Biden document. Uh, Biden having documents set in his up. house. Yeah, you think it's a setup? Setup, man. Come on, setup. Oh gosh, how many years has it been, Anthony? That's that's, that's what I, I base my decision on. It's been years. We, we've seen your cases with women, so we understand how that works. Oh wow! Thank you. <laughs> it's been limitations that you know that, that something happened. I, like, all I think he just forgot. You still mad about that? <laughs> yeah, I forgot. I forgot. But but but, but, the, but they don't pack their own stuff, though, right? Yeah, that's the thing I, I don't understand is how did, how did any of this stuff get out? I mean, right. Here's here's why I'll put it. I believe. I believe it because it's been true. Trump is morally, he's a crook. So I believe he took that for later purposes. Because Biden, I think, is absent-minded and a little aloof, I don't think he just realizes what's going on. The fact that, I don't know how any of those documents ever left the bill. I mean, I've left jobs before. I have never taken anything that wasn't my stuff. Yes, I didn't like take right. a, you know, hey, the, the, I, I can't imagine how that how that happens. That's the part I don't I don't get. But I think it wasn't any kind of malicious or Sinister take from Biden, I believe, and people are thinking I'm picking on some, you know, bleeding heart liberal. No, I just think he's just that absent-minded. While I think Trump purposely took that because I think he's a criminal, so he was looking for leverage to do things later on that they got stunned by. Yeah, I, th- I think in Biden's case, I, I, and I, again, and I don't know how many documents come across your desk on any given day, I can only imagine the, the amount of paper that comes across your desk on any given day, the amount of stuff that you end up sticking in your desk on any given day, uh, could be classified, unclassified, and that stuff is sitting in the desk when it's time to leave. And and you have, as Derek said, you got your packers, you got the people coming in there, your right. staff, they're packing up your stuff. They just, you know, you, my desk, my desk is a mess. You know, if you look inside my desk, there's papers from all over the place. And, you know, if I'm, if I'm the, VP or if I'm the you know president and I have you know documents that people have handed me and I'm like oh I read it you know I'm gonna read it later and I shove it in the desk and it's time to clean up and they scoop them up and they stick them in the box uh yeah but see with Trump's though he's t- he they asked for him he was like nah I'm not giving, giving it up right that's the difference uh you know uh you know then he said then then it was well, I gave him back <laughs> you sure you gave him back yeah I gave him back you got them all. Then you come in there and find all the damn documents. <laughs> then you find more of the documents. That's the problem. Yeah. Because that's my problem is, you know, it's four years done past. He's, I think he's been in the office two years. That's six years. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, now you find documents in his home. You find documents at place where he used to work at. But that doesn't mean he put them there. It could have been placed there or left there like you just been were saying. So we really don't know. Unless but now he they was... want a full investigation 
Yeah, like really, come on, you guys. I, I look at it like, why, why are all of a sudden that the documents are turning up now? If he's not doing a remodeling job and he ain't doing no paint job, you know, why all of a sudden you start moving and touching these boxes? Oh, what's in these boxes? And then this is where I have an issue. If he found the documents and nobody else knows he got the documents, why say something about the documents? Right. That's a good that's, You know, right. that's, that's, nobody's asked that question. Yeah. It's a great it, question. I, and the and they, it, which wait, essentially you say, wait, wait, what did you just say? Say that again. Yeah. So I'm here, right. it is line six, of BS. Six, six years has passed. Nobody has ever mentioned that Joe Missing B documents, right. had any sort, anything to do with documents, right? So all of a sudden, if they're not doing a paint job or a remodeling job, why are you touching these files now? What makes you go, oh, what's in it? So if, say it was Joe B who found it, and he's the only one who knows that these documents are here because nobody went asking for it. Nobody went like, Joe B, take us, take those documents that we've been looking for. And if he's the only one who knows that he found them, why would you turn them in? Because right mm-hmm. now, right now, nobody never knew they were missing. Right. There was never uh, an inclination. Well, I think he, had a, he disclosed it. But right. He has, why? But he, why? Well, he is. You you want to go with your conspiracy because I know I know where you lean. He knew about them. Well, he knew about no. Because here's the thing. Here's the here's a counter to that argument. Like I said, I just think he's absent-minded. But he knew about them before the midterms. They didn't come out until after the midterms because right. he was like. And I. But I think the reason it was sort of like it's sort of like those deals where you had the Trump situation where you know, he took them purposely for leverage. Right. Right. Then it's like you know what. I want to make sure. Do I have anything? You know, do do, do am I am I holding anything? Let me let me go and check because I think I read somewhere that you know, and like we've all packed and moved. Right. And initially, it's also pretty hard. I'm going to put you. I'm label everything. I'm labeling, and then you get to the point where you start throwing things in boxes. And like you know what? That's what I got it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and people and just they, scooping stuff up, and, and they packed it. In they there. packed his 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 stuff like that same way. You pack, throw it in a box, you put it somewhere, and you hope you remember it. But next thing you know, you're like. Let's go through it. Make sure that nothing's here. And you go, oh my gosh, I can't believe I still have X. That's why I think that happened. But he he had to say, but he was smart enough to say it after the midterms because you know it just happened with you know with Mister right. Mister President Orange. It's gonna look like he was you know being sinister, and, and I don't think that's his nature. I, he's not. I don't treat him as being sinister. I just think he's kind of bumbling, stumbling, almost like. Um, Oh my gosh! What's the boy? He's always fall. A uh, Ford, right? Fords always have these. No, nah, Joe Ford is an idiot. I don't think Biden's an idiot. I'm I just saying, like, as far as like kind of that bumbling deal, like yeah, that's right. his sort of his thing. Like he's so I just think it was one of those deals where after you're done packing, you go and this stuff. <laughs> we just cleaned out a room recently, and I found two pairs of shoes. I was like, I didn't know I had these damn things in it. <laughs> Brand new. I mean, tags on them, shining. I was like, damn. They were just because. You buy something, you, sometimes you, you're going to go to it and you put it off to the side. And next thing you know, it's like, yeah. here's, here's the funny thing. We were doing some remodeling, and I know we got to go fair. We, we were doing some remodeling in, in a room in an office. I lost a TV remote. I have no idea where it is. I figured it, doesn't turn up. it hasn't turned up yet. It's been three three months ago. And I have a wall plate for a light, a light. I have no idea where it is. It's somewhere in this house. I have no idea where I put it, and I'm and I'm on a mission of being stubborn. Like I'm not gonna go and pay my ninety nine cents for a wall plate because I want to find this one damn wall plate. Damn. Damn. No, I got lost. <laughs> yeah, I, I, again, I think I think you know I think you guys make a great point. I think the 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 
the point that I like to make uh, that that uh, Derek was kind of intimating at, at is that the the National Archives, and this is this is what I'm saying. This is this the false equivalency. Oh well, they both do it. No, the National Archives didn't say, "Yo, we're missing this document, this document, right. that." Who's got them? Well, the right. last person that had them was Joe Biden. Well, get him on the phone and find out what's going on. Right. With Trump, they were like, "Yo, did you did you see uh, File X?" He kept you mean the one no. about? He refused oh it. my God, who's got it? Oh snap! And that's that's what happened. It was like the, the red flags went off right. with him, with Biden, as you said. They didn't even know they were missing. They they exactly. said, "Listen, we got these documents." Oh, you do? Well, thank yeah. you. Yeah, just send them on over. All right, then, no problem. And that's what it was. And, yes. And then yeah. you make it. Then, but then now it's the false equivalency saying, "Oh, well, you know, if he did it, why are we not doing the same thing? Why are we? Why, why aren't we sending the FBI to his house? Because he called you to tell you he had the documents <laughs> that you didn't even know were missing. Right. But exactly. with Trump's documents." Everybody knew that works in the National Archives knew they were missing because they were not in the files. They knew, that, you know, that there's, well, I'm sure there's a, a. They asked Trump several times away. before he even left the White House. Listen, these these files need to come or need to stay here. Refused it. Refused. Refused it. You know, uh, did what he normally does, which is probably threatened to some kind of legal withholding, and took them. But they would ask him before he, before he left. Before you, before you leave this house, don't don't take that document. Don't take that box. <laughs> and he's like, uh-huh. And he just and he took it. So they spent all this time behind the scenes trying to get these documents fought. And finally, when it didn't happen, you do what you do in media, which is you release a trial balloon to see how the public feels about it. And then that way you get the public pressure on them. Yeah. yeah and, and, and again, with the Trump situation, there was, you know, again, we don't know what's in them because we'll never, you know, achieve that level of, of security clearance. But apparently... If you have to send the FBI on a raid to get your paperwork back, <laughs> there's some serious shit on that paperwork. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I'm that's saying. A problem. That's a problem right there. So, uh, last last note before we cut out, um, you know, one of the greatest icons of the 20th century was Elvis Presley. You know, oh, call him yeah. the king, you know, the king of rock and roll. And his family uh, has been, I guess... Highly scrutinized, almost as scrutinized as some of the royal family. Like, I mean, I I can't think of a family more scrutinized um, than uh, Elvis's family, other than the Kennedys in America. And so, when he married, when he was, you know, being a pedophile and married his teenage girlfriend <laughs> uh, Priscilla Presley, and and got her knocked up. Apparently, they were having sex way before the marriage. Uh, she was born exactly nine <laughs> months later. Uh, ain't nobody talking about the fact that, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, you know, she was a child. He married a child. He grown ass, he was an army, grown ass man marrying a child. But you know, okay, let's let's just put that aside. Uh, so Lisa Marie Presley is born, and she is one of the most, as I said, one of the most famous children, yeah, in America. You know, with the exception of of of, of JFK Jr. And, and Carolyn Kennedy. I mean, you know, it, it was that big in this past weekend, uh, a week after she attended the Golden Globes to uh, celebrate. Uh, the win, I guess, of the movie, uh, the biopic of my father. Uh, she she died of a heart attack, and uh, you know, as I said, I mean, I, I can't think of a more famous child. Ain't nobody gonna be talking about Paris Jackson. Nobody nobody cares. Uh, or blanket. <laughs> Nobody's gonna even mention a word about. Nobody cares about blanket well, or no Paris. DNA the linked up with Jackson in it anyway. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I'm just saying, in terms of like rock and roll 
uh, royalty that, and it, rock and yeah. roll royalties kids, I think that's that's probably the 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 highest you're gonna get. Uh, none of the Jackson children are, are really stars in the music anyway. Uh, I mean, the second generation Jackson, none, none of them making it happen. So, um, you know, I just want to say rest in peace, uh, Lisa Marie. Get to hang out with your dad, young girl. Uh, yeah, uh, fifty four uh, years old. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. Believe me, I know. That's too mm-hmm. close. I, I, yeah, that's what happens, I, you know. As, as you know, and I think that's what what kind of got me I, when I heard about it. I, you know, I realized that um, in the arc of your life, you know, you, you go through all the little, you know, the the milestones. You know, Derek was talking earlier about about kindergarten, and then uh, you know, you go through grade school and middle school, high school, you know, and then you college and you start life, and then before you know it, you go into a series of of, of weddings everybody's getting wedding uh, getting married then shortly after that you go through a series of christenings and then if you live long enough uh you'll start to go to a series of funerals and i think when people that you you um were aware of from your childhood i guess we're at that age now we're old enough where all of our childhood heroes or childhood icons are going to start to to be taken off the chessboard it's always tough but uh rest in peace um, Lisa Marie Presley. Nothing, y'all. That's it. Y'all no, no, sleep in peace, man. You already, you, you summed it up, man. You summed you it did up. Did a great job. Did a great job. Oh, okay, I just want to make sure. I, I mean, but it, 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 I know we pressed, but I just want to, you know, give a big shout out to Lori Harvey. Uh, she's booed up again. <laughs> she's with my man. She's with my man Damon from uh, Idris from uh, Snowfall. You know, kudos to you, man. Uh, taking bets on how long that lasts. Anybody want some? You know, want to get some of this action? He, let me know. What he need to do is take a uh, take a take a screenshot of that Michael B. Jordan at the basketball game after the fact <laughs> to know where his life is going. So uh, good, good on Laurie Harvey. Laurie Harvey don't don't let no grass grow under her feet. God Not at bless. all. Man. Um, and if you listen to Laurie Harvey, make sure you subscribe to Power to the People. I mean, it'll give you something to do in between relationships. Uh, you certainly can do that. Uh, you can listen to us uh, anywhere you get your podcast. Anywhere you anywhere you choose to listen, you can get us, including where you're listening right now. You can certainly subscribe. Uh, you can find us on. Uh, Instagram, uh, well, not Instagram. You can find us. You can find us on uh, Facebook because we got social media covered too. Facebook, there's a Facebook, there's an action button right on the Facebook page. And if you want to listen to the podcast there, you can. If you want to leave comments there, you can certainly do that. You can find us on Twitter at uh, Powell to the Peeps, P O W E L L, the number two, the letters D A P E E P S, Powell to the Peeps. Did I say it right? P O W E L T T, the number two, D A P E E P S. problems? I'm, yeah, I think I'm having a stroke. Uh, <laughs> so, power to the peeps on Twitter. Uh, you can find us all on Instagram. And if I survive, you can find us back here next week. <laughs> See you then. Peace. 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 <laughs>